For more than a year now, I feel like I've been walking around with these goggles on that make me see the world in a different way. I guess this happens to reporters who get really buried in a story. Everything seems to relate to the story you're doing. But in my case, everything really does. No, really, it does. Like, I was at the airport for a work trip just before the pandemic. Oh, I'm going to check one bag. And I'm looking at people's name tags because I'm wondering if they really work for the company you'd assume they work for. Like the guy helping me at the United ticket counter. Do you work for United? It seemed like he was a United employee until I noticed a badge he was wearing that said ABM. They're a subcontractor. They've provided ticket counter staff to a lot of airlines. Later, on the plane, I'm looking out the window watching people load luggage up the conveyor belt, and I think of something I'd just read. Baggage handlers, ramp operators, cabin cleaners, most of those people used to work directly for the airlines. But now, most of those jobs have been contracted out, too. When I land, the guy in charge at the budget rent-a-car, he wasn't actually an employee of budget. He's considered an independent contractor. At the hotel, I talked to the housekeeper vacuuming the room down the hall. Can I actually ask you a, a random question? Yes. I asked if she worked for Holiday Inn, and I was surprised when she said, I actually work for Holiday Inn. You do? Yeah. So on your paycheck it says Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Because mm-hmm. I'd read that in a lot of hotels. We're actually looking at like... And I told her about the story we've been working on, about how over the past few decades, companies have been shedding employees and the responsibilities that come with them. How they hire outside companies, temps, independent contractors, and subcontractors to do those exact same jobs. Like you might work for Nissan, or you work in the Nissan plant, but you don't work for Nissan. Yeah, like my wife, she works, she's a security at Cook's Food, but she works for DSI Security, so. Exactly. It's like this all over the place. Corporate consultants predict that soon there will be a major global company that has only C-suite executives, no full-time employees. Everyone else will be a freelancer or a subcontractor or a temp. I'm going to show you the temp entrance, where the temp workers go in at. There's a whole separate entrance for the temps? Yes, a whole separate entrance. We have separate everything, separate break rooms, vending machines. From workers at a General Mills factory in Milwaukee, to New York City paralegals, to janitors, to Amazon delivery drivers, to chicken catchers. On this season of The Uncertain Hour, we talk to all kinds of non-employees. And what they have to tell us is, it works out fine for some people, but for a lot of people, Being a non-employee can mean you don't have the same rights that a real employee would have. Like, if you get sexually harassed, it's harder for you to sue. If you get hurt on the job, the company may not have to pay for your care. You may not get overtime pay. You may not even make minimum wage. The amount that we do get paid is so small, it's truly baffling. Somewhere between 3 and $5 an hour, I'd say. Congratulations, you've just become entrepreneurs. You are now here by our independent contractors. A workforce that is agile, flexible, and change-ready. Are you kidding me? No more medical insurance, no more vacation pay, no more sick pay. The defense was, uh, they're not my employee, and therefore I'm not liable for the injury. We in America, how can this company do that to their workers? We want to get paid and pay us for what we're worth. I'm Chrissy Clark, and this season we're talking about this thing we used to call employment. 
what happened to it, why it happened, and why it matters to you. Even if it's not your job, yet. The new season of The Uncertain Hour starts Wednesday, February 3rd. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts.